Walsh, that certainly didn't go to required on the left. Amble was so clever, so good. And Murphy is it. What a goal. What a blues. The young and the old together. The ground and there it is. Paulson, McGovern again. Oh, yes. This to give Carlton the lead. They're in front. The Blue Boys. Stopping and dropping. Bits gets in and the table here was Garland. And you can put down the glasses. It's an amigo. It's an amigo for the finish it off. Kick it, Jeffrey. He does. Carlton are on their way to Sydney. G'day Blue Baggers and welcome to the Blues Footy Podcast. It's the fifth episode of our trade period series. Your host Jed Zetzer here alongside Harrison Hyman's Bolt. Welcome to the show. Good to be back. Good to be back. We're here all thanks to Manscaped, who are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They've just launched in Australia, and we've gone years without using the right tools for the job, but you can be one of the first to experience their life-changing products here in Australia. But we received a beautiful package from Manscaped, some lovely grooming equipment, their Lawnmower 3.0, some... Got the weekend ahead, so yeah, some deodorant, some, some toner, and definitely recommend getting your hands on their equipment. Jump over to au.manscaped.com and use the code BLUESFOOTY20 for 20% off their entire website. That is au.manscaped.com. Have a look at their products, and if you like anything, use BLUESFOOTY20 for 20% off their entire website. Bolt, there's a lot to get through on the agenda today as... The week comes to a close. Now, there's no trading over the weekend, is there? Oh, well, I'm not 100%. No, I think, well, you can still lodge paperwork. Can you? Because St. Kilda... You didn't used to be able to. St. Kilda lodged free agency for Crouch on... The Friday? On Sunday. Was it? Yeah. Okay. And, That's interesting then. News and GWS, you know, opted not to match for Cameron on the Saturday. So I'm not 100% sure. Well, that's sure. the two match. Hmm? Oh, sorry, like the two match. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm not 100% sure. I, I think paperwork can still fly, you know. We'll soon find out, I guess. But I'm sure there'll be developments over the weekend. Absolutely. Now, there's a lot that's happened today in relation to Adam Saad. Now, yes. quick, quick recap. So it essentially... Just, it sounds like a mess. It is a mess. And it's all over one pick being pick 41. Typical rival clubs at loggerheads. Carlton are saying, we will not give you pick eight for Adam Saad unless it comes with pick 41. Essendon are saying, you're not getting it. You're not getting pick 41. They want the straight swap. Carlton have then gone out to Brisbane and they've said, look, we'll give you pick eight. You give us pick 18 and 19. And but then, then Essendon said they'll do the same so thing with Essendon, pick seven. Essendon have sort of uh, put out a little alert to all clubs saying... If you want a pick swap, come to us. They'll do it for pick seven, which is better than Carlton's pick eight. So now, I guess we're also in a position whereby we can't really do that swap because Essendon will get in before us. But potentially, Carlton will call the bluff because Essendon can't really do that because well, they need you know, those picks they need for the pick, Yep, they need and the they'll pick And they'll want to go to the draft with one of those picks anyway. Yep, exactly. So... It's going to be very interesting to see how this all unfolds. Then, this afternoon, John Ralph suggested Carlton have potentially offered their future first in uh, negotiations for Adam Saad, which, I mean, you'd like to hope would probably be a worse pick than pick eight. It should be, but it's just a matter of, you know, next year's draft is 
I guess anticipated to be a bit stronger. Also, and I, and I guess also I guess the players will have played in their draft year. Yeah, exactly. No, I'd rather I'd, even if it is you know let's say pick thirteen next year, I'd rather give up this year's eight. I agree. It's also just like we're not really in a position now where we need to be drafting players. So if you can find something to bring in for your first round pick, then you do it. I mean, if Carlton trade away their future first facade, like we're probably going to end up going to the draft with this year's one. Yeah, which is not what we want. I'd rather, I'd rather trade... either use the future first for something else this year or something next year. I was going to say, I would I would only use the future first if it means that we're definitely using this year's first on a player. I don't want to go to the draft. It's enough. We've brought in these players. We've got Kemp and Philp. We haven't seen Kemp yet. We've still got Kemp and Philp coming through. Yeah. There's no need to bring any more in any more 18-year-olds. I just think we've got enough on our list. It's Yeah, it's, I, I agree. Enough is enough. We're, yeah. we're banking on so many of these young guys. If you keep adding to the list... It's just silly. You may as well start using these no, we picks on established players. players. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this whole unfolds. There's a lot of uh, journalists coming out and saying that the whole trade period is waiting on this trade. Well, it might be because Essendon's you know, involved with Dunkley and Peter Wright and yeah, Caldwell. And they're involved all these people. in a lot of deals in Fantasia. Fantasia, yeah. So it's going to be interesting now. We saw Andrew Phillips, ex-Carlton, yep. may even get raised today. Yep, off to Melbourne maybe. What? probably take him back <laughs> I'd take him back I mean we, we need a, a third Ruckman on our list I wouldn't say no really I mean yeah something something I'd do to be honest the Rucks, with the Rucks you. just go everywhere well I was having this conversation today with a mate about how many Ruckman in the league are actually like, one mo- club yeah. players now if you look through Riley O'Brien is a one club player but he's you know you got a couple of those I feel like Ruckman the established ruckman, the number one ruck at each club, are either someone who's come from another club or just a really young guy who's you know sort of yeah. been good from a young age. You got Riley O'Brien, Steph Martin. He came from Melbourne. From Melbourne, Pittenet came from Hawthorne. I know De Konings, you know. So we've got yeah, a bit of both. And Brisbane's also got Omac as well. Yeah, yeah. So they've got a bit of both as well. Grundy's one club. Grundy's one club. You look like o- Gorn and Goldstein, Marshall, Natanui, one club, and English. But there are a lot. But you look through the other you know, clubs. You know, you know, you know, know what it Callum is. Callum Sinclair, you know Toby Nan, se- It's the second rucks. That are going to multiple clubs, like Correct. threes and fours. Correct. It's the second rucks that it, that is the merry-go-round. Well, you look. I mean, Toby Nankervis. Even uh, like, remember Jonathan Giles. And, yeah, Giles. I mean, like Zach Clark did it a bit. Mumford. Mumford. Jacobs. It's the second. Yeah. It's the second tier ruckman. As in, Braden Proust is going to be on the move again. Yep. I mean, if you look, Dawson Simpson, like those types of ruckmen. Yeah. Yeah. Reece Stanley. Ben what McAvoy. What was the bloke from North Melbourne? I'm um, Daniel Curry. Remember Daniel in Curry and Gold Coast. Never as well. played a game anywhere, but he... I, mean, I think he played on the Gold Coast. Curry. <laughs> yeah, I think you. Yeah, you may be right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that all unfolds. So, I anticipate Essendon will have to eventually cave. On Saad. Yeah. I'd like to hope we're not the ones to cave. But, yeah. He's out of contract. I know, I know. That's why and, it's and, just and annoying. And the thing is, Essendon have come out publicly and said they're telling Jai Coldwell to walk to the preseason draft. Oh, well, right back at you. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. What do they want? Well, I, I just think, as look, I also think Essendon's just being very unread because eight is overs. I'm happy to do it, but it's overs. Yeah. But from our point of view as well... 41 and side for eight is just so fair. Yeah, it's so it's that is bang just, on fair. That is the epitome of a fair deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I, Why I gotta, should Essendon win a deal 
from an un- uncontracted player as well. That's my thing. With Essendon, Essendon are that club who always goes around offering deals where they win, not necessarily deals that are fair. I can understand wanting to do a deal. I mean... I can understand wanting to win trades, but it's more just like have a compromise and accommodate for each other. Essendon, they won't do a deal unless they are categorically winning they're the deal. Ho- they're horrible. They yeah. are horrible. Adrian Dodoro, one of the most bizarre men in the business, impossible to deal with. Bolt, any other news uh, from our end that you know has developed today? Nothing really. So it's a bit of a slow news day. It's been been a bit of a slow week, but it ramps up. Oh, yeah. I mean, from Tuesday onwards, Wednesday morning, you'll start, you know, the jungle drums will start beating. And then on Thursday morning, you'll see the deals fly through. Fly through. Adam Sard won't get done till Thursday. You don't reckon? I reckon he will. I reckon he will. There's no way Essendon go into the final day with Sard and Dunkley. Not done, I reckon. Mm. There's no way. I'd I be know. surprised. It depends how stubborn... Oh, Adrian Dodoro is a very stubborn man. Yeah, I, he's, he's not... He's a very stubborn man, Bolt. Yeah. You never know what, what might happen. Uh, a couple of questions. We'll still talk about it a bit more, but a couple of questions coming through. Stephen Reitman asks, Dodoro has nine trades in the balance. When does he just release the Honestly. house? Uh, Matt Gandolfo says, Splitting our pick with Brisbane would be used one on Saad and the other on Sam Walsh's brother, question mark. So, so Walsh's brother, I think, is a ruckman, um, if I'm not wrong. Okay, I, I do remember he was a giant. Yeah, he's... Oh, uh, I don't know much about the brother. Uh, Gazim Naksipi says, just get Saad deal done and be done with. Len, yeah. Len Bryer says, is it realistic to try walk Saad to the preseason draft? Now, I actually so, want to talk about this. Yeah. Is it realistic? I discussed it earlier. So, like... We'd have to obviously go down the same path as we did with Martin and just have... Because the way the preseason draft works is that you set your own price in the first year of the contract. And the, if a club wants to take someone in the in the preseason draft, they have to meet those terms in the first year. So we'll have to do the same thing we did with Martin and offer, you know, the one, 1.1 million for that for year one. That's hard. So I'm not sure if Carlton can afford to do that. I, I think they might. Um, I think we should do that anyway, to be honest. Keep, let, let keep, keep getting the money out early. If they can afford to do that, then yeah, they Yeah, or make sense should. going forward. But um, it's interesting. As in, it, it's just a matter of whether... Now, because last year we had the third pick in the preseason draft with Martin. This year we'll have like the eighth pick or something like that. So it's just a matter of you know how many other teams before us have the flexibility in their cap to do that. Mm. It's going to be interesting to see how that all pans out. James... But, yeah, I'd say if Saad doesn't get done, he walks to us in the, in the draft. Yeah, I agree. Jams Van Usten says, Saad for eight should be a straight swap if that's what the Bombers are set on. The player, regardless of how good they are, pick eight will not be part of this next finals run slash window. When do we stop pissing around and just give them eight for a ready-made play that can impact now? Well, I think Adam Saad's in the perfect age demographic. Well, I think he's saying... I think he's saying the guy that we bring in at eight probably is going to miss... Oh. I don't know. I don't, I'm a bit confused by that. I don't know. Um, oh, well, Adam, Adam Sar- if Carlton are going to... Adam Sard's 26 years old. As in, if Carlton are going to have a crack he's in the next four to five, Sard's going to be in it. Yeah. I think he's saying maybe the guy we bring in at eight maybe. Might, might develop too late oh, to be in it. Yeah, maybe. But um, nah, I, I think eight for Sard's definitely something I'd be transacting. Francis says, Jed Anderson, question mark. Well, it was shut down yesterday, but... Once again, the longer he doesn't sign with North Melbourne, the more unknown there is with him. 
and I think you mentioned on the show yesterday, which actually went back to listen to, Liam Pickering did say that they are not close on a deal. Yeah. Which, you know, that always means there's a chance. And you know what? Where there's smoke, there's fire usually. Exactly. Bren Lynch says, uh, the noise around Ollie Wines is not going away. I don't thought... Well, I listened to Silvani talk about it on Trade Radio yesterday, I think it was. And he did say there were phone calls that took place last year, you know, with Wines and Carlton. But I don't think it's happening this year. He's nah. still contracted. And to be honest, Port I Adelaide think, just won the minor premiership. As in, there's no real... Ugh, how is this noise? Like, why would it go away? He's, he's contracted. Like, nothing's really going to change. Yeah, exactly. It's the so same it's, situation. Yeah, it's just the same situation. And Matty B says, who's a bigger flog? Tom Brown or Adrian Dodoro? That tweet by Tom Brown today was just... What is that? Yeah, I'd have to say Dodoro. Tom Brown tweets, Clubs are getting a little bit frustrated with Carlton. There is a view that pick eight is plenty for Adam Saad and it's holding up the trade period. Carlton are holding out for an additional pick back. Now, Tom, Tommy boy, champ. Now, what? It's, it's obvious. Tom here is just alluding to the fact that Carlton should just settle for a deal that they don't want to do. Tommy boy, why on earth would Carlton settle for something that they don't want to do? It doesn't make sense. Why would they do that just to please the other 17 clubs, one of which you support? Mm. Tommy boy. Silly. Tommy goes for Collingwood. Just Does like, he? Yeah. Sounds like a bomber man by his Tommy's, latest tweets. Nah, Tommy's Collingwood. Makes sense. He hates us. <laughs> but no, it is, it is just silly. I don't know. He shouldn't have his... As a journalist, I like... Oh. As in, it's his as opinion. A new, as a newsbreaker, I'm not sure if he should... I, I'd be bagging Carlton for not taking that deal of eight facade. And then he said it's not Essendon's fault. I think we're fault. well within our rights. Like, let's be this, honest. What about this tweet? It's not Essendon's fault. Pick eight by itself is perfectly fair. Carlton want more back. They can't expect Essendon to drive Saad there too. Tommy He's boy, uncontracted. It's your opinion. The guy's out of contract. We can take him for nothing in the preseason draft. I think... Like, let's be honest, like, pick 41, which once we get the academy picks in, will become 45, 46. It's just... Really? Like, let's not act like we're asking for pick 20 in return. It's just silly. It's really silly, isn't it? It's just annoying. It is annoying. It's... That's an annoying thing to tweet. Yeah, it is. Uh, A couple of questions coming through from... The first one from Rafi Vartani, and he says, Is it just me, or does wanting to get Saad via the preseason draft, considering we got Martin and Williams for free, kind of feel like we're sort of pushing our luck? Well, I'll tell you what, if you bring in Martin, Williams, and Saad all for free... Definitely 20, pushing your luck, ...within though. 12 months, that is just insane dealing. Uh, Lutch Rizza says, Is anyone else getting suspicious as to the Adam Trelaw situation? The silence out of Collingwood after the battering they're getting from the media doesn't make sense to me. The conspiracy theorist in me says his hammies don't have five years of his contract left in them. That's hence, an interesting hence comment. Hence the narrative and the silence from the club. I like that call about yeah. the hammies. Yeah. I haven't thought of that one. Yeah. Maybe that maybe he is a bit cooked. That's not a bad call. Um, the silence has been terrible from Collingwood. It's been a PR disaster off the field for them the entire year, and this is just worse. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've essentially told Trelaw don't come back. Which is nuts. Owen Phillips says, what's going on with Krypton? Why has he not had his contract extended yet? I think... Well, he's not out of contract till the end of next year. And I think just... I mean, this is... The club are bigger fish to fry at this point. Right in the heart of the trade period. Crips will get done. Yeah. Wait for the trade period to finish, and I'm sure it'll get done very soon after Neck Minute, that's his name, or her name, says, should we give up pick eight for Saad and just move on or take a risk in the preseason draft? Yeah, I mean... See what happens. I think we've addressed it 
quite a bit. Rafi Vartani with another question says, Also, is the psychophantic tone in the media toward Essendon placing more pressure on Austin and Coda part with pick eight, or would there be little difference? Um, I don't reckon media pressure would. Yeah, Adrian, Adrian Dodoro is a very shrewd, shrewd man, and I don't think he's... Uh, yeah, I don't think he's. Either. I think he only listens to one person, that. and that's himself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, a couple of other uh, players worth talking about. Now, I heard today that Jaden Stevenson is a genuine fifty-fifty, which I think we know. Yeah, but I think it's just so unclear at Collingwood. Yeah, I th- I think he needs to be the priority at the moment. I think get Sard done and then move straight on. I mean. They may be wanting 41 so that they can go 27 and 41 Maybe. for Stevenson. Which also makes sense as a deal. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. I, I that would... does that. That, that. that would be perfectly fair for Stevenson, I reckon. Yeah. And as days go by, I think I think the noise gets a little bit louder. And I think, you know, there's more and more suggesting Stevenson probably will leave, leave um, from what I'm hearing. And I just feel like, you know... I think he'll leave. If... After what I heard last week... Yeah. They just couldn't confirm his place at Collingwood next year. Yeah. And I, I think it's... We need to get this... We need to get Stevenson. It'd be a good get. I mean, he's exactly what we need. And I feel like the Bulldogs might try and swoop. If you're getting Hannon and Loney, surely not. Oh, yeah. Surely not. Yeah. Well, maybe they won't. Maybe now they'll, you know, look at Stevenson and Maybe. Hannon. I don't know. I don't know. I think what we can say, though, is we definitely need a small forward. We've oh, said no. it every day. We do. We do. We badly, really do. Badly. Uh, anyone else on the market? I don't know. No one really new has come on, but I'm sure there will be. But nothing really more regarding Carlton other than Saad mm. and just the chaos there. Yeah, absolute chaos. It's interesting. So I was Clubs st- must hate when people from Essendon request to go to them. Yeah. Like, what a hassle. What a hassle, honestly. <laughs> just very quickly, in regards to uh, you know the trade period and bringing in a Ruckman... Mm. This is an interesting one to me. So, what type of Ruckman would want to come to Carlton at the moment? Because they'd know. So, you're either going to go after a guy who... A Ruckman like Andrew Phillips. Just a backup Ruckman who's going to have to fight for his spot. But would he want to come into Carlton knowing he's the third Ruck? And is it worth... Like, is it even worth bringing someone like Andrew Phillips in? Well, I don't know. Because, well, like, if you're going to go after someone like a Pitonet again, they're not really going to want to come and be the third ruck. Yeah, no, and like, I get if that. And, like, if they come and, you know, turn out to be something decent, then you've got an issue of who do you play. It's just, if, if Carlton going off for, like, a really cheap two or three, you deal just to give them a bit more security, they probably take that. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, it's, it's going to be very interesting. Because we carried Cruiser, Lobie, and Phillips for a few years. Yeah, that's true. So... I don't know. It's not an ideal spot to be in. No, no, it's not. I mean, but we need to we need to bring one in, don't we? Do, we do, we do. Uh, just checking before we end the show. No more questions have come through. No, I think we've covered them all, Blue Baggers. Be sure to tune in every day next week. I think we'll take a little bit of time off over the weekend yep. unless yep. unless something happens. Yes, unless we need to do an emergency podcast. If there's an emergency podcast, we'll be, we'll be back. But otherwise, I assume our next show will be Monday afternoon as the trades close for the day. Blue Baggers, have a lovely weekend and be sure to uh, keep your eyes peeled 
as we release our shows over the next week as trade period comes to a close on Thursday. A lot of deals still to get done. Will we get Jaden Stevenson? Will we get Adam Saad? Will we get perhaps Jed Anderson? Who knows? Will we get another Ruckman? All will be revealed within the next seven days. Bluebaggers, have a lovely weekend, and thank you for tuning into this edition of the Blues Footy Podcast. They will know that they've been playing against the famous old dark blue.